And Jordan. And here we are. Back we're again. Back in the saddle with yes. a ride. Uh, okay. Yeah, we're riding in the saddle. No, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> I don't see what's wrong with that. Nothing. It's fine. What's wrong with riding when you're in the oh saddle? That's God. what you do. You ride. Uh, nothing's wrong. It's fine. I guess. You always do that. Every you time. always say ridiculous things. It's not ridiculous. That's a common idiom. Mm, you're a common idiom. You're in a comedy idiom. <laughs> Why'd you say the same thing? Because I felt like you were insulting me, so I to insult you back. Yeah, but you did the same insult. You're a comedy idiom. You're a comedy idiom. Ooh, zing. Yeah, I showed you. <laughs> All right. Fellow common idioms. Yes. Um, We have quite a few things to talk about today. Yeah, man. Busy week, bro. Busy week. You know. Why'd I call you, bro? I, I, I think maybe it was a general bro. I get yeah. I yeah. do say bro a lot. Now. I do say it. So I say bro to certain people. Okay. So. Yeah. So it's, it's a bu- fine. It's a busy week, bro. You got it, girl, sis, sis, sis bro, bro, cuz, cuz. I'll take cuz. Cuz. Yes. It's a busy week, cuz. Yeah. Work, yeah. cuz. You know, what's what's popping in the streets, man? Cracking with cuz. Right. That's right. C's. Um. What's cracking, cuz? Stop it. That's what's cracking. We're done. We're just gonna move on and, and get started. So you're just not gonna. Nope. I'm not right, gonna respond. So then, what's bracken, bro? You're being a common idiom right now. I'm being a bombing idiom right Stop now. Stop it! I can't figure out another B word. You don't change. need another B word. Just begin. <laughs> That's the B word. All right, so I'm going Bart right now, and there's not even a C in start. There is it, but I felt like I had to ride with it because I don't really. Think of know it. how to let it go. No, I don't. That's why. I don't. It's 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 too fun. Okay. It's too. I feel fun. like this is a super story. Bucket bit bookies. Stop it. Begin. Okay, so we are gonna start with a man named Keaton Jones. Mm. I almost went with Keaton. I'm Jones, sure you did. But thank you. Uh, little little kid named Keaton Jones out of Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Um, this video went viral. In case you were living under a rock for the last week. Yep. Um, he was bullied at school. Mm-hmm. I think he, I believe he is 10. I'm 12. not sure. I'm not sure his age. But he was bullied at school. His mother recorded him um, basically uh, expressing his feelings about how he doesn't like being bullied because mm-hmm. no one does. Yeah. And it went viral to the point where, you know, a bunch of celebrities, sports figures, actors, yeah. everyone jumped in and was like, yay. I'll invite you to, um, you know, this basketball game. Mm-hmm. Chris Evans invited him to the premiere of Infinity League. Mm-hmm. Infinity War. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> Infinity War, my mind! Oh, right. Sorry. So, um, yeah. So, you had a lot of um, celebrities coming out the woodwork and trying to, you know, show this kid that, you know, it'll get better and, you know, all of the good things. Mm-hmm. Good side of the internet. Right. You're like, yeah. And then... And then, the hammer dropped because... Um, people do their Googles. People do their Googles. One of which was an MMA fighter who invited him to, like, a camp. Okay. To show him, like, you know, self-defense classes and stuff. And he went to try to contact the mother because the mother posted it on her Facebook. Got it. Um, That's where, you know, all the people started sharing it and mm-hmm. it went viral. So, this guy, he posted to, um, you know, he, he tries to private message the mother. Right. About, you know... I really want to get in contact with 
your son yeah. so that we can do this these things. Right. And allegedly, mm-hmm. um, the mother kind of turned it down. Was like, no, really, just none, just money is cool. And he's like, well, I'm trying to help you out. Yeah. She says something to the effect of, well, us whites have to stick together. Right? I guess he's not white. He is white. So she said, uh, he said something about something. I can't recall the exact way the threat went, but mm-hmm. basically it came down to like a race thing. Okay. Where she kind of introduced this idea of us white sticking together. Okay. So he posted a video of showing the um the DMs okay. that was sent to him mm-hmm. with these messages and posted them out to I guess his Instagram followers. All right. So then people started really digging well, you talk, into. You talked about the GoFundMe. I'm getting there. Okay. So then people started really digging into the mother. Right. And it turns out that she's a wild racist. Surprise! What a shock. A white woman from Tennessee. A racist? Yeah. Wow. So, turns out there's photos with her and Keaton <laughs> mm-hmm. holding Confederate flags. Right. Um, but they're, they're only, there's, of all the pictures they found, only mm-hmm. two are with her holding the Confederate flag. Only so just, two. Right. Just those two. Only two. So... You, you get you have that right and then you go to the point of her kind of like posting these pictures and captions mm-hmm. about you know basically being a white supremacist yeah just regular regular schmegular white supremacist stuff you know yeah so then we go even further than that um there was a GoFundMe that was started yep and it was not started by her. Everyone thought that it was, but it wasn't. It was right. started by some rando. Okay. Who knows if they're affiliated with the family. He claims that he's not. She claims that he's not. So all we have is their word. Yeah, but people still fund it. People don't read the People fund, don't right, ever read. They just... I mean, in reality, if something were to happen to someone, we could start a GoFundMe for them. Yeah. We don't have to know them personally, but we could start the GoFundMe and our, our quote-unquote goal would be to raise the money for them. But that doesn't necessarily mean that I'm getting into them. Right. That's I'm just starting a GoFundMe. Right. So this GoFundMe reached, I believe, almost um six sixty thousand dollars. Yeah, it was between fifty and sixty. In Mm -hmm. a matter of days. Right. It was one day. It was one day. It was one day. Jeez. Yeah. So yes, this GoFundMe blew up. It did. And this story blew up Mm -hmm. to then when she was found out to be a wild racist. Mm -hmm. That blew up. Right. And then she was immediately on Good Morning America, trying to defend her position. And backpedal. Basically, she was just saying, well, I'm the last person who anyone will call a racist. I don't have a racist bone in my, my body. body. I have black friends. Right. You know, the usual. You have, you have all of that. Yeah. Now, we come to the point where the story is kind of being twisted around. Because depending on who you run in your internet circles, maybe Keaton Jones is bullied because he was calling people at school. Mm-hmm. Right, he was being ra- yeah, he was being raci- racist we, at school. But we don't know that. There's right. no substantial substantiating evidence. Substantiating evidence to prove that. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe Kitty was being bullied because he was bullied, and it was retaliation. Right. You know, there's a lot of things. Maybe the whole thing was made up. Right. There's a lot of uh, internet theories that go out mm-hmm. because when you think that a good thing is good and it turns out it's not good, you question the whole thing. You question everything. What people are not questioning or even talking about, and I didn't find out about until after the story broke and it found it was uh, revealed that Keaton Jones's family is racist, mm-hmm. um, were the three young black girls mm-hmm. who. So I think one name so it's Ashanti Davis, Rosalie Avila, and Amani McCray. I think Ashanti and Rosalie passed away or or took their own lives two weeks ago. Right. Um, Ashanti who was ten. 
was involved in a fight video that circulated and went viral, and mm -hmm. she took her own life. And then Rosalie was bullied for having braces. She was 13 and also took her own life. And then um, Amani McRae was like, they, they're not sure what her motivation was. They don't know if like she saw um, Ashanti's story and then was like doing it too. Um, but basically, Amani was put on timeout, and then when her parents went to check on her, she had a, she was hanging herself and had a mm. faint pulse or whatever. And she was eight turning nine. Mm. So, all babies. Yeah, um, terrible. So, we were talking about the GoFundMe raising for Keaton between fifty and 60000 and then I think you were saying that Ashanti... Um, her her, her family wasn't able to raise what was it ten thousand dollars for her funeral for a funeral mm -hmm. and while I am not saying that any kind of bullying is right um and people obviously can spend their money how they want to spend it I just think that it's interesting how quickly a, a young white boy was able to get all of these um, support and accolades and financial backing when um, a young black girl who actually took her own life and was obviously, you know, really victimized by the bullying was not able to get what she needed. Mm -hmm. Whether from, it doesn't even need to be like on a national level. She didn't necessarily need celebrities donating money, but like on a community level, she well, couldn't get what also, she needed. Well, that's also part of it was Keaton's story went national. But why didn't Ashanti didn't? Because Ashanti didn't record a video of herself talking about why she was bullied. And there was there was no video of, you know, her feeling sorry and her crying and her yeah, pain. but that's sad enough. Like I would think that hearing, hearing the details of the story, even if you don't have the sensationalized like video to go along with it, mm -hmm. of hearing like how heartbroken her her family has to be and things like that would be enough for people to at least send something. Of course, you would think so, but then you also think about what the internet more or less is. You have to be able to show the proof. And a lot of times when these kind of things go viral, mm -hmm. the issue becomes less about why I'm donating to this person and more about, you know, I feel bad, so I need to do something about it. It's kind of like um, how the ALS challenge kind of went up. Was mm. a thing for a while. Oh, you mean the ice bucket challenge? Ice bucket challenge. People right. know, no one even called oh, it the right. ALS challenge. A lot challenge. of people didn't realize what it was for until the end, but it became a trend because it was the cool thing to do, mm -hmm. as opposed to knowing why you're doing it. A lot of people were just dumping the buckets and not actually donating. Right. So when you have um that kind of like, uh, reaction culture that mm -hmm. the internet has created of of if I do a thing then I wait for the reactions to happen. Yeah. If there is no thing to be done, then there's no reaction. So Ashanti Davis, um, take her whole life yep. for being bullied, it's sad. It's, it's very tragic. sad. It's she extremely sad. Like, it's, it's terrible when any life is lost, but mm -hmm. these are babies. Right. But then you also have the people that mm -hmm. will see a Keaton Jones video mm -hmm. or read an Ashanti Davis story, and they go, well, back in my day when I was bullied, I had different reactions to it see and that's my thing about that too like i understand that bullying has been around for you know all the beginning of time presumably but it's different now with social media the same way we can amplify all the good things that you know like oh just got back from the gym or drinking a latte that kind of thing you can amplify that you can amplify bad things too so while bullying used to be like 
you know, a 7 to 2.30 affair because once you left school, you were good until the next day. Mm-hmm. Now, it's literally everywhere. It's so pervasive. Like, if they get your social media handles or even your phone number, they can text you. They mm-hmm. can, they can you know, tweet you, Instagram you, all Harass kinds of things. Online. Harass you online. Video games. Right. It, it's, it's literally everywhere. So, yeah. the fact that you don't have an outlet to escape from is what makes this kind of bullying so much... I mean, it's cyberbullying. Yeah. It's so much worse than face-to-face bullying. Like, on the surface, if you if you listen to it, like, cyberbullying, they're bullying you through the computer? Yeah. Because everyone has a screen in front of them. Mm-hmm. And what I was... What we were also talking about was, like, bullying used to be, like... So if I was, like, in... I don't know. If I lived in... If I was in Queens and I was being bullied uh, at my school, but then I transferred to another school in Manhattan... Nobody would know who I, I completely re- reinvent myself. Yeah. Nobody would know who I was. Nobody would know about my 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 history as being a, a, a bully recipient. Mm-hmm. I could be a brand new. With cyberbullying and how pervasive it is, you can go anywhere and it will follow you literally for the rest of your life, or if right. not your your whole school experience. Imagine all of the memes that you've ever seen, right? Of like people. Right. Like, not celebrities. Like, just like regular, regular, regular schmegular ass people. Like, you have Bad Luck Brian. You have yep. uh, the guy, like, the high college kid or whatever. You have the, the guy, guy on the, his cell phone. The guy on his cell phone or whatever yeah. who was, like, a government official. Yeah, he was government official. You, know? yeah. you, have, uh, you have so many people whose pictures look funny yep. and they get turned into memes. Right. And they get turned into memes either mocking the person yep. or mocking a thing using that person. Like, it, it's... It's not even a case of like you don't know who these people are. I don't all. know who they are. You don't know who any of them are unless they come out and say, "Yeah, that's me. Right. I'm Irma God Girl." Right. And that was actually an article I read about yeah. Irma God Girl. Right. But yeah, you have these random pictures of people that get generated, put into the cloud, into Google, into the machine, and anyone could just put some letters on top oh, of it, and text. you're a yeah. celebrity on the internet, and you're a meme. So. And, and th- those are just pictures. Like, imagine, like, screenshots. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so many different ways that that your digital footprint can really... Huh, your digital footprint can really trip you up. Sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. You no. saw that one for me. I'm sorry. I saw your face. <laughs> you begin. saw that one for me? You leaned into the mic. I did. <laughs> I did. Oh, But, like, man. that's my point. Like, I think we have to be... Especially people... Like, you and I are kind of in that intermediate generation or like uh-huh. really we I weren't raised by technology no but we've so what i describe it is like we are digital natives but mm-hmm. we still have an accent because like when we up until like maybe 12 or 13 we played outside yeah you know we we did things like that but like once 14 15 like cell phones became pretty pervasive mm-hmm. um there were beepers like all that kinds right. of stuff I Whereas mean, my my parents grew up with just like a regular corded phone that was attached to the wall. Right. And then my sister's generation, you know, what was life before a cell phone? I have no they idea. Have no idea. Right. So we They don't know anything outside of the internet. That's what I'm saying. So we were we are the last generation that was here when the internet was on the come up. So we mm-hmm. could kind of see both sides. So I can, I can, in a conceptual way, I can understand why older people, like, it's just bullying, mm-hmm. but it's not. Like, it's it's way more insidious and hurtful and, and pervasive, I keep saying pervasive, that's what it is, mm-hmm. pervasive than what you think it is. Right, and it doesn't go away. 
It and doesn't. That's the worst. That's the worst part about cyberbullying yeah. is that it's literally everywhere. It is. And like you said, you can't escape it. Like when we were in school, three o'clock, I didn't have to see my bully right. until eight o'clock the next day. Exactly. I could at least go home and feel safe. I right. could go home and you know confide in my parents or confide in whomever. Right. To kind of like get that out. Right. But like when you are attached to technology and your and bullies, we all are. and all of us are, and your bullies are also attached to technology and yeah. they can find you um, via that technology, mm-hmm. you are 24-7 surrounded by people who are just like making fun of you. And we were talking about it not going away. Literally, it's pervasive, but it also does not go anywhere like it doesn't get deleted right. doesn't get taken down like it can it can last forever right and that's the really scary thing like if you were you know if you were like an ugly kid in high school for instance back in the day mm-hmm. the worst thing that would exist would be like your terrible yearbook picture right. you know what i mean you could just choose to never look at the yearbook again but now anything that comes up anything that's snapped anything that's screenshot you can be that can be assigned to you. That yeah. can that's part of your profile as a person online. Right. I can Google your name and find something terrible about you. Exactly. If that's what someone decided to do. Right. And that is what's really rough. So if if we as adults don't want our and we you know fully fledged adults, you mm-hmm. know, um, everything is fully formed. I can't think of what it is. I think it's your frontal cortex. Whatever. If we're completely mature and developed and we don't want to have terrible pictures, like when people tag me in terrible pictures on Facebook, I remove the tag. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be associated with that. Like, and I'm an adult. Imagine little kids, children, babies mm-hmm. who are experiencing this kind of level of bullying and not having anywhere to go or anywhere to take it. And not knowing how to get away from it. Right. Because you literally can't. Right. So I just want us to really... Us being, if there are older people that listen to us, for you to be mindful, and then younger people who maybe have kids or are having kids soon, to just be careful with, be careful and mind your kids with social media, and and like texting and anything that goes on because it is it's a scary world out there. Yeah. Especially if you're not prepared for it. Word, and I think when going back to now to Keaton Jones and yeah. his racist ass mom. Yeah. I think that what people kind of realized with this story is that it's hard to take things at face value. Mm. So you want to believe that Keem Jones is innocent of everything and the mother is just a terrible person. Right. But you also have to realize that the mother being a terrible person influences Keaton's decisions. Yeah. Because that is the person he's directly taking it's his nurture. kids from. Right. That is where he's learning his behaviors from. Mm-hmm. So if... She is out there holding Confederate flags, and he's in the photos holding the Confederate flag because she put her whole family in that situation. It makes it rough for Keen if he is someone who's not about that life. I mean, he wouldn't be about that life because he doesn't know what it is. Right. He, do- he He's too young to understand what he's doing. Well, and, no, let me not okay. say he's too young to understand mm-hmm. what he's doing, but he's, he's only going to be taught what someone teaches him. That like that's not something you're not born a confederate. You're not born a racist. Nature versus nurture. Right. She's the one that's nurturing him. She's the one that puts the flag in his hand and yep. tells him what it means. Right. So if he goes through life knowing that a confederate flag means that I am stronger person than a black person, right? Then that is due to Keaton's mom. Right. Now if Keaton gets bullied or gets beaten up or whatever because of it, that sucks because Keaton doesn't know any better. He's ignorant of the ramifications of what his mom's teaching him. Right. But at the same time. 
then you make then it makes it hard for you to kind of like, well, Keaton's story is gonna be Keaton's story because his mom is the one that put that on him, and now that's where you have to go to the mom and be like, yo, this ain't right, and you need to understand what you're doing is wrong because look at how it's affecting your son. Yeah, but why would she want to? Like, I why would any racist want to have a conversation about how? their racist ways are impacting their kids. Well, all we need to do is show them a Jordan Lucas video and then they'll understand how we solve racism. We and yell at each other for six minutes and then, and then we, then we hug. It out. Okay. And racism solved. Got it. So, your guys' call to action is to tweet the Joyner Lucas link Yes. To Keaton Jones' mom. To Keaton Jones' mom so we can fix racism. Without you, we can't do this. We can't. We so, can't. let's make sure we get that popping and cracking. Right. Make racist catch fade again. Yes. Yes. But it, it but what it really does is being serious. What sucks though is just that this dude's just a kid, man. Yeah. He, he doesn't really know any better. And it's going to suck because you hope that the environment that he's in doesn't completely radicalize him or or harden him to the ideas and beliefs that his mom has. You do have kids and you do have people who grow up and their experiences kind of help them realize like, Whoa, my parents ideologies are terrible. Well, that's based off of experience and exposure. And that's what Keaton Jones is going to have to grow through to kind of realize where he's... But that's, like, you're saying that... So you're saying it as though he may think there's a problem. He may just grow up to be another run-of-the-mill racist. Like, just because Mm -hmm. this all... Just, so he's basically one kid of however many live in Tennessee in that part of, in that part of Tennessee. Okay. They just, he's just been singled out because of this situation. But Mm -hmm. I don't think... I don't think it necessarily is going to change who he is or the way he's brought up or well, anything like that. Right, him. unless he goes through experiences and has different kinds of exposure. Mm-hmm. The only reason we're talking about him is because of the news. Otherwise, we would have no idea that yeah. that pocket, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. What I what right. I so I don't want to spend my thing is I don't want to spend too much time hoping, let me not say hoping, but like wishing for the best for him. He'll have to figure it out himself. I want to be more concerned with the babies who who took their own lives because they're babies mm-hmm. and they were actual victims. Like, even if he didn't start the static and was just on the receiving end, he's still getting way more support, mm-hmm. like, from on a national scale right. than these girls ever did. Because right. I did not know these girls' names. If it weren't for him, I wouldn't know these girls' names. And that's terrible. Right. So that's... I just want to keep kind of things in balance. I don't want to spend mm-hmm. too much time... You know, worrying about this boy. Right. He'll be this boy will be fine. I'll put it like that. He'll be just fine. Yeah, yeah. He'll be just fine. You're right about that. Okay. Whew. So, we're going to uh, move on. Yep. Into our arena to talk about some politics. Goodness. A lot happened this week. Like we said, living under a rock. Yeah. We're gonna jump into uh, some interesting news. Um. So. The race for Alabama senator mm-hmm. was kind of interesting. Was tighter than it should have been. Yeah. So, speaking of, there is this dude named Roy Moore, who is a Republican, who was basically Trump's man to win. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was the front runner because he's a Republican running for Senate in Alabama. Yep. Um, following up after Jeff Sessions, who's wild extra racist. Yep. And they said, what's this for? The first time in 30 years? 20, first time in 25 years. 25 years. That a Republican lost the election yep. for senator yep. in Alabama because Roy Moore mm-hmm. was an, is an, alleged child molester yep. and child 
statutory rapist. Right, just a pedophile. Straight up pedophile, straight up creepazoid. Yeah. And yeah, I think it was something about like five or ten different women yep. came forward and it was like, yo, look, he messed with me when I was 13 and he was 30. Yep. And it was crazy. Age of consent in Alabama, 16. Mm-hmm. One six. Okay. So, um, right. yeah, so you have a lot of like issue where he was just like trying to deny the allegations. Then he started turning it, he started leaning heavily on that right wing crutch, which is Christianity. Yep. And tried to turn it into like a religious crusade yep. of, well, you know, same sex relationships and uh, transgenders and um, all kinds of things like that is evil and it needs to be abolished from so the earth. So is pedophilia, my dude. Word. So if you if you want to go in that vein, so is pedophilia. Yeah, touching children is wrong. Yeah, dude. and that like that's my my main problem. Like, well, one of my problems like. Republicans stay one to make it seem like liberals can't be Christian. I feel like I've said this before. Yeah. But it's still true. Mm-hmm. Liberals can be super Christian and, and maintain Christian family values. You right. know, like wanting to keep the family together, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. We just don't freaking attack and condemn other people for the way they choose to live their lives. And that's right. kind of how conservatives get down. That's one. And two, I know you're going to talk about the, the way the, the numbers shook out. Yep. But like, the fact that it was a, Repu- a Democrat versus a pedophile. Yeah, not even a Republican. <laughs> right, straight up pedophile. versus a pedophile, and people are trying to make it seem like, oh, this is voting against party lines and da 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 da. No, it's not. It's voting for like decency, decency, morality. Mm-hmm. I don't. It's it's just wild. Like, I, and I get that it's Alabama, and Alabama is extremely conservative, and that's fine. But like, you that the whole race and the fact that it was so close just makes. It just makes conservatives look... Look terrible. Ridiculous. Because you had a lot of exit polls. Um, The important exit poll in this all Mm -hmm. was that the black community Mm -hmm. in Alabama came out and voted in record numbers. Uh, Yeah. And voted overwhelmingly for Doug Jones. Who? Who Doug Jones. Who? Doug Doug Jones. Ah, got it. Yeah. So he voted overwhelmingly (laughs) for for Doug Jones to um, win... And I think it was like 98% black women, yep. 93% black men. Something like that, yeah. Uh, something that I felt. Versus something like 67% 60, white men. And like, so, I think it was like 63 and 71. And I was right. like, like... Like, white people were like, yeah, you know, pedophilia? I'm all right with that. That's fine. That's cool. As long as he's not a Democrat. None of those libertards yeah. can do that. And like, I, I just, like, I literally do not understand it, like, even if you don't necessarily like, even if you don't agree with Doug Jones's like stance or whatever, like I don't know of any of his politics. I didn't look it up. We don't know any of their politics. We don't know any of their politics. Yeah. But the fact that this guy was repeatedly accused mm-hmm. of of being inappropriate with young women, that should be enough for you to be like, okay, all right, hold our horses. Hang, hang on. Yeah. I don't know if this this guy's gonna be a good fit. I'm going to vote against my party, but vote in favor of my best interests. And, oh, by the way, I have daughters. Right. And you know what I mean? Like, I, I just don't... The fact that it was white women that was just like, yeah, you know what? I'm okay with it's this. It's fine. <laughs> but that they also elected Trump. You were once Trump. upon a time a 13-year-old girl. Maybe not. They were also fans of Trump, though. Oh, absolutely. And he was talking about grabbing by the pussy. He did. And then some of their shirts were like, he can grab me by the pussy anytime. And I'm he like, did. come on. There are a lot of videos of people being asked, like, in Alabama, why did you vote for him? Yeah. And a lot of it was, you know, because he's a Republican and we can't give him the Senate seat. And a lot of the other answers were, I don't think that I believe those allegations. 
or a lot of the other ones are, even if it was true, I mean, if I was 13 and a 30-year-old man wanted me, I would think very highly of myself. Good Lord. So you have the mentalities of that going into the polls. Holy crap. That's absolutely dangerous. That's a lot. You're putting weapons into these people who can decide your entire existence based off of how they feel and not based off of any kind of fact or based off of any kind of decency. So I never really wanted to visit Alabama. Oh, I, that's one of the no-go states. But now it's definitely... That's always been a no-go state for me. Like, a hell to the no no Charles Barkley no. can have that. Is he from Alabama? Yes. Ugh. Yeah. All right. That's fine. Birmingham. Good night. I'm cool with that. I yeah. Don't, I don't need that That's going to be a hard pass. No. Alabama was always a state to never go to. Yeah. It's like, nope. There's just a lot of lynching things I'm concerned with. Sorry, it's just like so I'm not an excessive amount of lynching. Yeah, it's just it's like lynching season. They just they repealed certain things in like 1990. Yeah. So I'm like, nah, no. y'all not ready to see a black man walk through there with a beard. Nope. So I'm cool. Nope. Not with it. That's a lot. So yeah, so Roy Moore lost. F you. Good night. But then he's not conceding the race. He's not conceding. I think it's been a week. And he still hasn't... Has it con- been a week? It's been five days. Okay. He is yet... I don't believe he's conceded yet. Well, does he have to concede if he's been trounced? He can't... He can't call for a recount because... So it's, isn't it just... Oh, won't they just, like, eventually, like, forcefully take whatever? It's just like, dude, all right, you're done. Get out of here. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, right. he lives in whatever house... But I mean, I don't, I don't know what the process is that's legally. True. But yeah. I know that him not conceding means that it delays his appointment. But that's BS. That's like saying, well, I don't believe that it's raining means that my hair is not going to get wet. Like, the fact of the matter is, it is raining. Whether yeah. you believe it or not, mm-hmm. doesn't change anything. Yeah. Crazy. But Roman Lars, eat a dick. Yes. Um, next up, let's just do it real quick. Uh, Omarosa got fired. She did. <laughs> and from what I've heard, dragged. Dragged, kicking and screaming out, out of the White House. house. To hear her tell it, that was not how it went down. Of course not. I'm sure she said it was a much more civil. She just didn't feel comfortable. Mm. The, oh, she's trying hard now. Oh, yeah. To like come back. Yeah. And be like, yo, so my her. black card is still good here? Nope. Like, nah, nope. man, we, we moved up to the Kaepernick edition. Exactly. You don't have that edition. So. You're, you kind of have to reapply, and that process takes about 20 years. I don't think that yes. it's going to work out, man. Yes. You might. We just, we have a specially reserved table for Stacey Dash. Yes. And Rachel Dolezal. Yes. And all of them. You can stay over there with you're them. You're happy to, you're welcome to sit with you're them. You're more welcome to be over there, but, but, nah, we're in the elite status here. Yeah. We're moving on from where you're at. Right. You can't come back over here. Exactly. Later. So, yeah, she's trying to come back. I don't even know why. Like, I I guess she didn't think this thing through. Surprise. So shocked. I don't know. I don't know if she thought she was going to see this whole presidency through. I don't think that she believed that she would. But I don't think that she thought she'd get fired. You think she thought she'd leave on her own terms? She probably tried to leave on her own terms. Be like, yeah, you know what? I've made enough money from this. I'm good. I'm straight. Let me see what other opportunities are out there. But there were, one, the opportunities weren't coming because Trump was, like, keeping her... Only when he needed black things to happen. Yeah. He's like, oh yeah, so here's Ben Carson and here's Omarosa. Black, my black people friends. Yeah. That's literally what her role friends. was in the White House, was being Trump's black friend. But she was fine with that. And she was perfectly fine with that. And so that went from that, like, her job was to get other black people to be around Trump. And that's well, how you got, like, the, the um, HSBC 
photo op or whatever. With, HBCU. I'm sorry, HBCU. I apologize. Oh, that's a bank. Yeah, it's totally a bank. I always <laughs> mess that up. Sorry, I won't tell anyone. Well, I mean. <laughs> but yeah, so that was her job, and now she can't do that anymore, and she was all tight. So then you also have um her now trying to get on like Michael Strahan and Good Morning America to yeah. tell her story. She oh, tried oh, oh, you're right. To no, tell no, her no. Story. I thought you meant like on it. I was like, no, no, no. She was trying to that. tell the story, and like no one wants to hear it, dog. And like she's like, well, I can't say things now, but after my official resignation goes through on January 21st, I can tell everything. And everyone's Nobody like, wants to read that tell-all. So what are you going to tell us? That you were the only black person in the White House? What a surprise. Yeah. We didn't know. And my thing is, if she does try to write a book, nobody's going to buy no it. No one's going like, to buy that shit. Like, black people aren't going to buy it, and then, like, conservatives aren't going to buy it. And no one's going to buy it because no, no one no ever one, cared about her. That's true. That's true. The only reason why she was ever relevant was because Donald Trump kept her in the back pocket ever yeah. since The Apprentice. Yeah. She was the, the um, reality show villain. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I know her That's as. That's the only role she's ever been. So here she is trying to continue to ride that ride that 15 minute wave. And it's just like, all right, he's used you. He literally has no use for you. He never truly did. No. You're done. And now he's moved on. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. So, you know. Think that we could all take a cue from our homie and and um, Angela Rye. Angela Rye. Ah! You mad? Mm-hmm. You mad? Yeah. Right. I got dirt on you, doggy. Yo, it's over. So we're also gonna move on to something that actually would affect us. It affects everything. Affects us. Well, yes. One way or the other. But this actually will affect like. Us. If it's finalized. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you mean us as content creators? Yes. Got it. So, uh, the vote to um, preserve Oh, yeah, so especially as spicy as we talking. Yeah, net neutrality. <laughs> um, the vote went oh, down on Thursday mm-hmm. and led by Ajit Pai. Mm-hmm. He is the chairman of the FCC. Yeah. He has voted, well, they voted three to two to mm-hmm. repeal net neutrality. Yeah. Again, black women on the panel trying to save net neutrality. With a two. Well, one of the two, because there's one black woman. One right? black woman, yes, yeah. and couldn't save it. So net neutrality has been um, voted to be repealed. Now the process has to go through the courts, right? In which I believe something like twelve states have already started to sue. Yeah, New York being one of them. New York, yeah, New York leading the charge. Yeah. Um, and Washington State, like, definitely, like, yo, fam. Okay. We just go, we're gonna go through like we got weed legal here. Oh, California we got, is too. I think Cali is. When I think about like the Silicon Cali Valley actually people, is. Yeah, yeah, Cali is. Like we got weed legal here. We 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 trying to create our own country. Yeah. We out. Yeah. We don't need you, America. I wonder if we could secede. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, so yeah, so net neutrality <laughs> has been voted to be repealed. It has to go through the courts to be approved. Right. So we're hoping that take, it doesn't. Right, and that's gonna take a lot of people calling their representatives and their local politicians to. Um, try to stop it. Stop it, because they have to listen to their constituents. The thing about the FCC is that they literally, 87% of the country did not want net neutrality to be repealed. And yet... And they did not even give a fuck. They didn't give two shits. Because 87% of the country does not have the money that Verizon and AT&T and Comcast have. How sad is that? You know, sucks. So, a G-Pi could eat all the dicks. Yep. If this podcast costs us 20 cents per second to make... I will make use of these 20, se- 20 cents to say fuck you, yep. Edgy Pie. Yep. You can catch these hands anytime I see you. Yep. And you and your oversized, stupid-ass mug and your dumb-ass video and yes. your stupid-ass face and your... Is he the one with the super-sized mug? He is the one with the super-sized Reese's, Reese's mug. Yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. He's, he's that... Yeah, that's him. I hate this guy. He's like... He's like... And then, like, he made a video trolling he people. He did. He did. Like, who the fuck are you? 
Like, oh, it's here nice. are things you can still do with net neutrality. Post to Instagram. You could post on Instagram and, and you know. Yeah, but like, and, that's and not. fidget spinners. Like, and, that's not the point, dude. Like, the fact that they're not considering or, or they don't want to accept the fact that the internet is a utility. Right. And they're, I, I don't know if they're trying to treat it like a luxury item or what. They want to be treated like a luxury item. See, that's bullcrap because then people who cannot afford. Um, the internet, whatever the new packages and pricing are going to be, are the ones who will be out of the information and will be able to access what they need. Right. So you have to choose between either, I guess, having Instagram. Like, I, I assume that like the social media platforms will be the lowest Low um, tier, yeah. but then like Google searches will maybe a little higher tier, or maybe even like um, uh, I, I don't even know. I don't know what their tiering their tiering. Like I mean, we don't know like. what these companies would do. Like, but we can the, imagine. Uh, the implication is that because with net neutrality being repealed, that they can literally throttle people's internet that? to slow speeds, they can to block restrict sites. sites if they're not, you know, if Verizon isn't in bed with Apple or isn't in bed with Google, mm-hmm. then they could be like, oh, you know what you're going to have to do? When you're on Verizon, you're going to bing everything. Ugh. You know what I mean? So, like, that could be a thing. Yeah. So now that's not to say that these are things that they could do because everyone's well most people who's for it mm-hmm. have been like well it hasn't happened yet. before yeah. in 2015 when we didn't have net neutrality that wasn't what they were doing so yeah, like, yeah but now that they everybody knows what they could do why wouldn't why they do wouldn't it they what's do to it? stop them from right. doing it what really the implication is that this hurts like small people small businesses small businesses or, mm-hmm. any kind of startups because if you charge for like streaming oof like any website that wants to like try to like become a streaming website, like let's say like a um like a Vine, uh-huh. for example, uh-huh. Vine wouldn't be a wouldn't have been a thing if net neutrality was like well we're gonna restrict the amount of bandwidth you have access to. Right. If um Instagram, Instagram video, mm-hmm. live streaming on Twitter, uh, live streaming on Facebook, if those are things that an internet company or or um telecom company would say, well you know what. I don't want you to have this access because I'm already, you know, these are amount like like you know like a Facebook already pays me this much money. Yep. You will have to even to even get into the ground floor to me to access to me to allow you that bandwidth. You're gonna have to pay me a certain X amount of money. So it's definitely going to limit creativity. It limits creativity. It's going to ruin the internet. Porn is going to be done. So so sorry. there's that. You no one can jack it because unless you just make your own. You gotta make your own. You gotta make your own. Because, like, you're not gonna get on if, you know... Yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, so you want access to, to um, unlimited web? Mm-hmm. Say searches are off? Mm-hmm. Oh, bruh. <laughs> we know what you're looking for. You're gonna have to pay that thirty two fifty ham. Yep. You can't... Per... Per... Per, per jack. Yeah. So, so that's the like, luck. Yeah, that's, guess, it's gonna appeal in your phone bill as, like, you know, uh, water sports. You know what, what I mean? Water sports. What may happen is maybe... I mean, at least for people with porn, maybe... Like DVDs will will rise again. Will rise again. Oh man, yeah. This cause... this could be funded all. <laughs> yeah. The this DVD could be Empire? the DVD the Empire. Empire. Yes. Right. This has been their main ones lobbying mm-hmm. to get rid of the streaming of net neutrality. Right. Because they're the ones that are being gouged. Yeah. What an amazing. They're so smart. Yeah. I had so, no idea. You know, it's it sucks because it does. you continue to see like. You know, G Power is appointed by Trump, mm-hmm. so you continue to see like how deep into the pockets of like big businesses and corporations mm-hmm. that these appointed officials are, mm-hmm. and that 
you can literally hear 300,000 Americans tell 300 million, I'm sorry, yeah. Americans tell Say, this you this is a terrible idea. This is not something that we want and I'm literally three people yep. who say, yep, you know what? But You're going to get it anyway. You're going to get this. And I banned the gavel and I could laugh in your faces. And that is what they did. What is also crazy to me is like, so when Trump was elected or whatever and he started setting up his cabinet, like I think everybody, people had fears about what would happen. Mm-hmm. You're just like, oh, this sucks. I don't know what this is going to mean, but this is going to suck. And now like things are finally shaking out and you're seeing the specifics of the way things suck and you're like, wow, uh, this is actually worse than right. I ever imagined. Who knew that the internet would literally be closed up? Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, so I mean, it's not finalized officially, no. so it's, hopefully... There's still time to fight. Yeah. And you have to get out there and you have to make your voice heard because yeah. if you don't, then your politicians who would basically control their um, position, mm-hmm. if they don't feel the pressure of, I need to appeal to my constituents... Then they're not they, gonna do nothing. If they feel like you know what, fine, I'm in bed with this too. Then they can allow this to happen. Yep. So, so please don't let this happen because I really love the free internet. It's pretty dope. Mm-hmm. I mean, not, and not that it's free, but you know what I mean. The un unrestricted internet. Unrestricted internet is awesome. And access to information, like I love, I love doing research. I love to be able to just Google stuff. Yeah. Because I want to. Yeah. You know? I mean, I have nothing. Obviously, nothing against books and things like that. But think how much more quickly things can be updated on the internet. Mm-hmm. And and I'm also thinking about like, depending on the who le- was talking about that. I think one of the podcasts that you listened to were talking about, or was it Screen Junkies? If mm-hmm. uh, uh, let's say. AT&T, for instance, one of the big providers, has a particular um, political leaning or political affiliation. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, if they're liberal, even if they're liberal, right. and they're like, well, because I'm a liberal and this is a liberal organization, I'm going to block all of the conservative sites. Right, yeah. Which, on the surface, sounds like a great idea because, yay, liberals, we can stay in our, uh, what do they call them, echo chambers? Echo chamber. Yeah. But it really is good to know what both, like, to but try both, to get a balanced view of the You have to understand what, you have to hear both sides. You have to hear both sides. So... And I mean that's just terrible in general because that's limiting free speech, right? Or just on just on on principle. Well, it's not limiting free speech; it's still allowing them to talk. We just don't have access to it. But that's also the pursuit. That's the pursuit of liberty, the pursuit of happiness, and all that crap. Like if, the pursuit of happiness. If I am pursuing the Isn't liberty the of, of knowledge, no. Nowhere if, does it say that. If my happiness, and, and you know, if my knowledge implies my happiness, then. Yeah. But I mean. Ultimately, what it comes down to is that, yes, mm-hmm. you could have... There are a lot of doomsday scenarios. There are, yeah. And that's not to say that any of these things will happen. Right. But the fact that they can is the thing that you don't want. And frankly, these are our doomsday scenarios. And what I was saying before is, like, everybody that Trump has appointed to his cabinet has exceeded our wildest expectations and dreams in a negative way. Yeah. You really think that they won't do the same thing with net neutrality. Like, mm-hmm. if these are our worst-case scenarios, just imagine what they're, co- they're cocking up. They're, jeez, uh, uh. they're conjuring up because mm-hmm. they have the time and the resources to do so. Yeah. So, so, just be mindful of that. Yes, please. And continue to fight. Fight. So, in our final thing we're going to talk about, mm-hmm. so, part of the biggest deal in entertainment went down. Mm-hmm. Long-anticipated... Um, acquisition of Fox like assets mm-hmm. by Disney. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Disney has bought 21st Century Fox uh-huh. for something of like 
fifty-two billion dollars. So I'm like, yeah, and, and I think that was just shares. Just for sh- yeah, just shares and um and debt. Right. Fifty-two billion dollars, mm-hmm. and with these acquisitions, they get a lot of Fox's movie studios. So mm-hmm. like the independent studios, like Fox Searchlight, mm-hmm. um, the movie studio, the twenty-first century Fox movie studios, um, any of its like minor studios, and then it acquires like movie rights mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So Die Hard and Aliens and those things. But of course, the big thing is because I'm a comic book fan. You JFX, are. Um, X-Men and Fantastic Four okay. go over to Disney. So when the news broke, all of, the majority of my friends are comic book mm-hmm. franchise friends. I mean, I think the majority of people are yeah. now comic book franchise Especially people. Especially now. Because that's just the kind of... That's where we are right now. That's where we've built now. We built that kind of equity where you can just be a fan of And you're not a movies, nerd anymore. And you're no longer you're considered just, a nerd. Right. You're just a normal person. Times have changed. Times have changed. Mm-hmm. So... Disney now has the rights to X Men, mm-hmm. and everyone who I know, at least in my circles, their first initial reaction was, "Oh my God, a Disney X Men movie finally, or Marvel X Men movie." Does Disney mo- do movies well? Yes. Okay. Yes, the MCU is all Disney. Oh, gotcha. And like the new Star Wars is all Disney. Okay, cool. So you have, um, but they just don't put the Disney stamp on them because they, they can't. Well, like at they the time can, they couldn't. But they're just owned by. Oh, Disney. I understand. Like okay. Marvel is a division of Disney. Okay. You know what I mean? Well, that's that's what that is. Okay. So, um, like, Disney owns ESPN. Disney owns ABC. Disney well, I know owns, about ABC, right. but I didn't know about ESPN. Right. So, you could, you know, so that's what it is. The thing that Disney is not getting is Fox News and okay. their, like, local um, broadcast channels, like, regular Fox, like Fox 5. Okay. They, they stay with, with regular-ass Fox. Okay, regular-ass Fox. Right. Mm-hmm. So, but, like, channels like FX... Mm-hmm. And the Discovery Channel, or the History Channel, one of those two, um, those go over to Disney. Okay. Like, the cable networks are going to Disney. Okay. So, with this said, everyone's happy about, like, the X-Men and right. the Fantastic Four. Oh, we're finally going to get a good Fantastic Four movie. Yeah, it's about time. We're going to get, you know, good X-Men movies again, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. da-da-da. But What's my, your concern? My concern is that we have basically opened the door for Disney to monopolize my monopolize entertainment. Okay. And I don't think that people understand the implications, implications. of that. Okay. So what does that look like to you? So what that means is that it makes it harder for any smaller studios to compete. The beauty of entertainment is that it's vast and as different and as presented mm-hmm. by different studios. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So if I know that I'm going to get like a good indie flick, I could have went to Fox Searchlight. Mm-hmm. Um, if I knew I wanted to get like a cool animated movie, you have Disney for mm-hmm. that. Right. Um, if I wanted to get like a cool action flick or whatever, you have like Paramount, you have Columbia mm-hmm. Pictures, you have all of these different studios. Mm-hmm. And then you have different startup studios that kind of, you know, make their own movies and they become big too. Mm-hmm. But with this, Disney controls like a third of the movie industry. Mm-hmm. Like legitimately. One third of movies is controlled by Disney. Um, you have Netflix that's going to lose a lot of things because Disney wants its own streaming network. I don't know why they don't have it yet. They've been. It seems like they they're going been to. Done I that. think 20, 2018 or twenty nineteen. So they're probably going to pull all their Disney. That's what movies. they were going to. That's what they were doing. Great. So when that goes through, mm-hmm. Netflix is losing a lot of movies that they have access to distribution rights to. Well, that's also probably why they do their... Indi- Netflix has so many independently mm-hmm. produced stuff because they're like, we can't be reliant on these other studios. Yeah, that's... Even if they didn't know this was coming, mm-hmm. 
they were gearing up for something like this. They it's have really to be, smart. They have to be self-sufficient. Yeah. And that's why they have... And they are. I mean, I mean yeah. not completely, but if they keep making the things that they're making, I think that they would be a very heavy contender. Mm-hmm. Do you think that net neutrality and, and, and is going against Netflix? It won't necessarily negatively affect Netflix. It may affect the way that we have access to it. Depending on, like, if my internet tier is like, you get Netflix. Right. But the gold package means that you get Netflix in H- in 4K. Oh, ugh, see? That's what that could nickel be. Nickel and dime, nickel and dime. That's all they're going to do is nickel or and dime. Or it could be like, oh, you have access to Netflix for about, you know, this many gigs. Right. Of Netflix. Or of streaming. Right, of streaming. If you stream past this, then you got to pay an overage cost. Oh That's what net neutrality could do. Anyway. It's disgusting. Anyway, like... Like I said, it's a cool thing as a comic book movie fan, right. but it's a bad thing as a fan of like free enterprise mm-hmm. and like you know competition mm-hmm. because when things become monopolized, there's no competition. Nope. There's no needs for it to be interesting. Nope. So there's no quality control. You can do whatever you want because who who's against me? And then you can set your own prices. Yep. There's also that. So if Netflix, you know, can't have access to like the Marvel or the Disney movies that it has access to. Sucks. This Disney network or whatever mm-hmm. can be created on its own and it could set its own price. Mm-hmm. And if you want to see um, The Lion King in live action mm-hmm. or if you want to see, you know, any of your MCU movies, you're mm-hmm. going to be paying, you could pay $20 mm-hmm. a month mm-hmm. for it. Um, if a movie wants to be started up, Disney can stomp it out. They can. Like they could just go, oh, what, what that studio is coming out with the movie on what weekend? Oh, on on fourth on they're gonna try and do something on January second. Mm. Okay, January second, we're gonna drop a Marvel movie. Yep. Bam. Oh, that movie studio wants to put out a comedy. Uh, um, oh, like WB, they want to do a, a a cartoon movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, Pixar, let's get a Pixar. Mm-hmm. Let's go Toy Story five. Bam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're done. You're never gonna get out. Like even now, um, Ferdinand. Yeah. Came out. Yeah. And I think it made like something like um. It made like ten million in the box office. That's it was not a good bad. number. Yeah. Star Wars came out and it made two hundred million. Yeah, but those are different audiences. There are completely different audiences. However, the financial implications are still there. For an, an animated movie in the winter is mm-hmm. always going to make money, but not if it's going to get Star Wars. I don't know. Not not that I disagree with that, but I'm just like, just because they didn't make it the first weekend doesn't mean they won't make it. No, you know, it doesn't. They still may very well, yeah, may very well recoup their money because, like I said, one, it's a different audience, and two, you got to think about all the merchandise mm-hmm. that goes along. There's lunchboxes and things like that. And if kids aren't into Star Wars, mm-hmm. then and they really are into Ferdinand, Ferdinand could still make its money. Of course it can. But I, I see, I see your point that I think that one is a little bit different because they're not the same. It's not the same audience. No, but then it also gives leverage for. A Disney to buy up another studio, of course, and to buy up more studios, and oh, to yeah. continue to gobble up studios until no one else can compete with it. And if you're just if I'm the one stalwart that's going to continue to hold out from Disney, Disney would just make a movie division that makes my movies. Yep, and I'm done. Yeah, you have the same thing now with Amazon. Amazon is basically buying Amazon up. Is dangerous. It's buying up the internet. It is. You have Google buying up the internet. Yeah, there's only like three or four companies right now. Right, like soon we're gonna get the internet presents Google, the internet by Google. Right, you're gonna get shopping by Amazon and mm-hmm. movies by Disney. Yep, and that's it. And that's it. And that's going to be, like, what's that movie? 
It's Sylvester Stallone. Uh, is that Repo Man? Never saw it. I think it's Repo I, Man. I don't think I've seen any Sylvester It is Repo Stallone Man. Except for, yeah. Um, except for Where Rocky. He, he was cryogenically... It was him and Wesley Snipes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm going to make sure this is Repo Man. Because if it's Repo Man... I'm, That's great. a weird... Uh... It's, it's Sylvester Stallone okay. and Wesley Snipes. Mm-hmm. And they are opposite each other. Mm-hmm. Where um, Sylvester Stallone is a cop. Wesley okay. Snipes is a crook. Okay. Of course, the black guy's a crook. Of course he is. Um, Wesley Snipes is cryogenically frozen mm-hmm. um, to basically like, oh, he's a bad guy, and that's the sentence, right? Demolition Man. Not Repo okay. Man. Demolition okay. Man. So, Demolition Man is where um, Sylvester Stallone is frozen mm-hmm. as like the greatest cop that ever copped, okay. basically. Okay. And he's frozen because this other guy's frozen. Mm-hmm. They both get unfrozen. Okay. And on what, purpose or like did something happen with a lab? Some, you know, you know, I think, stupid. No, Wesley Snipes gets unfrozen. I don't know why. But okay. then they're like, he's wilding out. Because now they live in a future uh-huh. where like crime is basically the worst offense you could do is litter. Right? Wow. Because they've they've now there's no the, violent the, crime. Eradicated crime. There's no violent crime. There's no like thievery or anything like that. That sounds cool. If you is cuss. It's what? it's a nineties action oh, movie. Never mind. Okay. It's it's fun. It's an interesting premise. It's a fun movie. It might be worth revisiting. I would watch it again. It's a fun movie. No, I mean if they remake, they could remake it, mm. and it might be more interesting. I don't know. They could remake it, but it's more that's Minority Report then. No. That's more or less Minority. Is that Report. what happened in Minority? I mean, in, no. In, in, um, no. I mean, in Minority Report is they could tell when you're about to commit a crime. Right, and they right, right, you. right. But it's more or less the same concept. Of, Got it. Okay. You know, I mean, the future and future policing. Gotcha, gotcha. Right, iRobot and all that crap. Gotcha, gotcha. But basically, um, so like they unfreeze Stallone, Mm -hmm. and he's like, oh, well, you know, I gotta go get this guy Mm -hmm. and capture him so that he can stop, you know, terrorizing future LA. Yeah. Turns out that, like, basically every corporation is a conglomerate of each other. Yeah. So, like, the big food chain Mm -hmm. is Taco Bell. Ew. Everything is Taco Bell. Why does that win? It just was the gag. Okay. Taco Bell was the one that bought out everybody. And then he's like, Taco Bell, why? But then, like, the food is, like, not tacos. Right. It's just, like, random ass food. Yeah. Random, random future food. Yeah. But it doesn't matter because Taco, Taco Bell, Bell presents food. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's what it is. So, okay. that's kind of what this could open the door to. Well, we're on our way. We are definitely on our way. We've been there for a while. Yeah. Because I think there's only like what five or six companies that own everything. Everything, yeah. Like you know? eyeglasses are pretty much a monopoly. Oh yeah. You know. What is it? Electra. I think isn't it like it's some funny Aetna? name. Aetna. Aetna. No, it's not Aetna. Aetna's insurance. Aetna's insurance. It's some funny sounding like. I'm going Google. Like that. Electra or not Electra, but something like that. Lexica, something like that. Glasses company monopoly. <clears throat> yeah. And if you can't find it... Luxottica. Luxottica. Yeah, see? Something stupid. Mm-hmm. Luxottica. Luxottica Group is the world's largest eyewear company based in Milan. Vertically integrated company. Yeah. 9.086 billion euros as of 2016. That's its revenue. Good Lord. With 82,000 employees. Oh my God. And it owns about 80% of... Market share? Market share. That's a huge of glasses. company. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, Monopoly suck. And so does the repeal of net neutrality, and so does racist moms. And so does bullying. Bullying, and um, also... So does Omarosa. Omarosa's garbage, and it's good that she doesn't have a job. Mm -hmm. And, um, and yeah. Yeah. Ray Ray Jones, Ray Moore sucks, and Doug Jones is cool. Doug Jones, who? Right. 
So, we're going to wrap this baby up right here. With a bow. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for listening. Um, feel free to follow us on social media. Yep. You can begin with Instagram at... Bougie and the Beard. And then move to Twitter at... Bougie and Beard. And then Facebook at... Bougie and the Beard. And then you can email us at bougieandthebeard at gmail.com. We are also on all your favorite uh, podcasting platforms. Um, please rate, comment, subscribe on iTunes. Leave us a note just so we know that you're listening and that you're digging the content. Word. Once and again, share it and share it and spread the word. Please share it. Because help, help us out because if we don't have net neutrality anymore, then we won't be able to do this. Yeah, we'll be done. It'll Ooh. just be your fa- your two big podcasts. Yeah, right? it'll just be um, you know Mark Marin and like Sam Roberts. I don't even know what that is. Yeah, so that's like it. Those will be the only podcast that exists. I don't even know who those are, but yeah. I'm sure they're great. Mm-hmm. So please and like NPR. Well, always NPR. Yeah. Well, actually no, because I feel like NPR is giving information, so they wouldn't survive. Oh yeah, no, they, you know? they would die. Yeah, they, yeah. they have to be. But anywho, thanks so much for listening. Once again, this has been episode 31, and we'll see you guys next time. Later.